guys welcome to the marriage adventure podcast we are your host daniel and bonnie hoover and we're glad you're with us today yeah thanks for joining us uh it's going to be a great episode we hope. i hope <laughs> <laughs> so um y- you guys if you've listened to this or you binge watched this you know we moved to a farm this past year and we've been here probably what six seven eight yeah, months yeah and um and so bonnie you grew up on in, in on a farm you know mm-hmm. um i didn't i grew up in a neighborhood house i had Across the street were our, a family that had a, a massive farm. We grew up across the street from a farm, but I, I didn't live on it. I'd go over there and play. So moving out here to the farm has been um, really educational and a, and a lot of fun. Yeah. And so we uh, we have uh, a 10-acre farm, and the back half of it is five-acre, like a, pa- a, a pasture. Mm-hmm. It's really an equest- or a horse a horse farm, you know, And um, but we're not into horses. <laughs> and uh, we have uh, thought through that and thought, Mm, no, don't want to do that. Um, and so, but I do, our, our neighbor, uh, we let them board their horses here. So we have, uh, right now, we have uh, three horses and a donkey. Yeah, and there. we love them back love there. Them. There yeah. is Zip Tie and Clover's the donkey and... Um, Cowboy. Cowboy and Crete. Mm-hmm. And man, they're so, much, they're so much fun because I don't have to pay for them or take care of them. <laughs> we just go out there, we pet them, we play with them and, and all that kind of stuff. They're sweet horses. But we have been thinking about, um, man, let's get some farm animals, right? And yeah. so you go through, what are, you know, what, what do we want to get? Of course, chickens is kind of a popular thing. A lot of people have chickens. They give you eggs um, and other things. And, um, and goats. Man, we pass a lot of goats on our uh, road. They're so cute. They're really cute and um, and really funny if you get the fainting ones. Um, <laughs> but um, I hear they're really funny even if you don't get the fainting ones. That yeah. they're, they have personalities like that, like dogs kind of, that they mm-hmm. have their own little personalities. But I also hear they are really hard to keep in a fence. Yeah. Yep. And so we're learning, we're learning all this, you know, just trying to evaluate what do we want to do? What do we want to get? Yeah. And, um, our neighbors have, have chickens and we've gone over and, you know, kind of watched them when they were out of town and gathered the eggs. And I'm like, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Um, so we don't know what, you know, but we didn't to have do. to clean anything out or do anything. All we did was no. collect the eggs. We got the benefits of them that's that true. week, <laughs> but we've got, we've got like a good space that would really be great. It's like a little fenced in paddock over to the side and there's a little out, out structure, um, kind of looks like the old manger scene you see from, yeah. from the Bible stories. And, um, and so what do we do with that area? But yeah. one of the things that we, we learned was, um, that you've got to protect them from predators mm-hmm. and coyotes. And we'll hear coyotes at night, you know, howling and all, but, uh, we haven't seen them. No. Um, but we do have a, you know, we've got this great area. And so everybody's saying you got to you got to protect them from predators. Okay, well how how do we do that? We got fence around there. Well, that might not be enough. You need a goat babysitter. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah. So like, who knew? What? So a goat babysitter is you you can either get this is really educational for you if you don't know. Um, <laughs> it, it's a donkey is great. Um, it, an emu uh-huh. is a good ostrich. goat babysitter. An ostrich <laughs> or a Great Pyrenees dog uh-huh. is a great babysitter. Okay, well great. Well, if you have, you know, if you have a donkey, you really need to get two because they need, they need a friend <laughs> and they, they need they a mate companion. And a companion. I'm like, okay, great. This list is growing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, because Maybe we if, don't need animals. <laughs> if you don't, yeah. If you don't have a goat babysitter, then, 
and those predators will get in and attack them. And that would be an awful thing to go down there and see your cute little fainting dwarf goat, you know. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. So, um, which leads us into the thought for today's Yeah, yeah. It's like... Yeah, we you think about marriage, you go into marriage, and it's great, it's wonderful, and then it gets hard. It's cute, like the goats. Yeah, yeah it's wonderful. Everybody, you want to get married, it's wonderful. But have you ever thought about why marriage is so hard? I mean, there, I mean, there are lots of reasons, but it's like two imperfect people get married and try to merge their lives, and we're going to be selfish, and we're going to try to live together, and maybe you'll get your way sometimes, maybe I'll get my way sometimes, but. What if there's something deeper to that difficulty? Mm-hmm. Um, and in our book, in The Marriage Adventure, um, Discovering Mission for Your Marriage, we do talk about that in more depth. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this episode will be a spoiler, but if we just simply say, guys, the devil hates your marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a believer or not a believer, he just hates marriage because it was God's idea. God says that it was very good. Um, and... There, there's a lot more reasons in, that we explain in the book, but let's just leave it at that right now. He hates mm-hmm. your marriage, and he really wants to bring it down. Well, because if he can bring down your marriage, he's he's not only brought down your marriage, but if you got kids involved, then mm-hmm. he set them up for a lot of a lot of trouble, a lot of potentially issues down the line mm-hmm. in their marriage or in their life. I can't tell you how many people, you know, college kids, different things, even young twenties, thirties, come in for counseling because you know, their parents' marriage and their yeah. parents' relationship. Um, but also the influence in your community, in your friendships. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot at stake yeah. that he can disrupt. Yeah. So scripture tells us in First Peter 5, 8 and 9, it says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, he goes ahead and tells you, you have an enemy. The enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Mm. Resist him. Standing firm in the faith. Man, I mean, he he's like this predator. He circles your relationship like a, a lion or, or wolves circling, a, you know, poor little chickens out there that trying to pick off the weak one so that he can devour. You know, the bad thing is we just sometimes go about our, our business and we're very unaware that we even have an enemy. We're very unaware of the tactics and we just think, man, life's harder. It's just, you know, whatever. And, but now it's like the enemy's tactic, some, you know, he, he's not going to be overly avert. Like I'm coming to attack you. I'm coming to attack you. Mm-mm. Sometimes it's the little things that bring us down, uh, more than the, the red flags, these big waving, Hey, I'm coming after you. And mm-hmm. so we want to talk about what are some things we can do to protect that marriage and to affair proof our marriage or just to keep it from being wrecked. Mm hmm. Uh, Song of Psalms, um, chapter 2, verse 15 says, Catch the foxes for us, the little foxes or coyotes <laughs> that spoil the vineyards, for our vineyards are in blossom. So not only is this a problem for us on our on our property, but apparently in Scripture, yeah. man, these predators were a problem too. Well, and if you don't know anything about vineyards like we didn't before we started researching it, you know, it's like the, the vineyards, the foxes, whatever. What's the deal with little foxes? Well, there is, it wasn't like these big things that, that would come in to mess up the, the vineyards. There were these little foxes, these mm. tiny little foxes that you almost didn't even see. They'd come in and they would chew and gnaw at the root systems of these vines. And if you didn't know it was happening, 
so you all of a sudden your vineyard was just dying because mm. they had already chewed up the root system so bad that irreparable damage was done. You didn't even know it was happening while didn't it was happening. Didn't even know it was happening. That's right. Until it's too late. Until it's too late. And so what a great illustration there for our marriages that sometimes there are these things that go even undetected that we're not aware of. And and it's these little foxes in marriage that we've got to be diligent to set out and say, okay, let's pay attention. Is something happening here? Because the enemy is not going to just say, hey, I'm here, mm. and announce it. He's going to prey on our weaknesses. Maybe it's our longings or unfulfilled expectations or those desires, and maybe they're not getting met. Maybe it's not even an intentional thing, but he's looking for that crack, and he's going to sneak in unnoticed. So, over this podcast and the next one, we're going to talk about some things we can do to fortify our marriage where we need to keep our eye on these things and do some things to catch these little foxes. Um, and so that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey, so as we talk about the little foxes today, I want to tell you about a resource that we're excited uh, to offer you guys. It, uh, you know, we have the Marriage Adventure book. Well, now we have the Marriage Adventure Bible Study. And what is that? Well, it's a companion to the book, The Marriage Adventure, uh, Discovering Mission for Your Marriage. It's a six session study. It comes, we have a couple's guide, and then there are six videos that average around 12 to 14 minutes each. This Bible study is designed to be used a couple of different ways. You and your spouse can do it, just the two of you. Sit down, watch the video, work through the couple's guide, the questions, different things like that. Or you could do it in a small group. If you're in a couple's group at your church, it'd be a great resource for that. So where can you get it? You can go to our website, themarriageadventure.com. You can purchase it there. You can stream the videos. And uh, man, we hope this is a great resource for you to help your marriage live on mission and catch these little foxes. And well, thanks for being with us today. We are talking about just ways that we can protect our marriage. Um, you know, it's funny you were talking about um, the, the enemy's not going to wave this big red flag saying, hey, I'm here. I'm here to destroy your marriage. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of like, you know, I've heard from different police officers that uh, criminals, they don't, they don't just, they don't come into houses that they know are fortified. Mm. They come into the houses that, they know there's a door crack, there's a weakness, there's a weak mm -hmm. spot. And that's why they tell you, you know, if you want to help, you know, help your house, help your, you know, protect your house, protect your house, yeah. good word, protect, then you need to keep your, your shrubs trimmed back. You need to keep uh, motion lights on. I, I put some motion lights out here. I built some barn doors on some things just to kind of protect things and keep mm -hmm. it covered up. And um, lock your doors, lock your doors because <laughs> they're going to come in in weak spots and yeah. that's the same thing with the enemy he knows if there's a door cracked that's where he's pushing yeah he's not coming in the areas that are fortified he's coming in the areas that are weak well and god has designed our marriages to to reflect his glory to to make a difference i mean for me to be able to show you his love and you show me his love and and that's a great benefit there but it's it's bigger than that. It's mm -hmm. that we, when we're walking with God and we're, we're walking in a great relationship with each other, our marriage can make a difference um, to lead people to, to Christ and mm -hmm. for his kingdom. And, but so the enemy wants to derail that in any way mm -hmm. possible. He will, or at the bare minimum, he wants to distract us yeah. and get us, you know, off mission or, 
get us to where we're we're not close anymore and we're yeah. just so busy or so distracted <clears throat> that we take our eye off of the relationship that he's given us that outside of our relationship with him is the most important one he's designed for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good. So let's talk about some some don'ts uh, that may help uh, help a fair proof our marriages. Yep. So just you know. to give you a heads up, in this episode, we're going to be talking about some don'ts. Next week, we're going to be talking about some things you can do. Mm. So some don'ts. Don't stop pursuing each other. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, it's hard because life gets busy. When, man, when we first got married, it was like we were together all the time. We were, we were, there was no need for date night. It was just life. I know. And it, that word pursuit, you know, I think back to when we first met, you know, how I pursued you. Some might refer to it as stalking, but I pursue to say, I prefer to say pursue. Um, but what happens? Well, guys, um, a lot of times when you when you catch that, uh, that thing you're pursuing, prize. okay, I'm on to the next thing. And what is that next thing for guys? Well, once we get married and we have our wife, what am I pursuing now? I'm pursuing a job. I'm mm. pursuing a pay raise. I'm pursuing, you know, this, uh, pursuing my my fantasy baseball or football team, you know, we stop pursuing our spouse mm. um, because, hey, we got them. I don't need to know. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say this. It does not matter how, how old you get. You still, there's something that God's put in us as women that it just feels good to be pursued. Mm-hmm. We just want to know, okay, now that he's got me, he's not just satisfied. I, he's still I'm still, you know, the apple of his eye. He still loves me and wants to chase after me. And that's just something God's put in our hearts. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, it's that intentionality of choosing each other over every other person, including our children. Mm-hmm. Is that, is he chasing me more than he's chasing an, another dream? Does he still um, desire me more than other things in his life? I mean, yeah. that's something that's that we, you know, you, you struggle with. And I'm sure husbands feel the same way. They want to be desired. They want to be pursued in that way. And um, if we make this pursuit a priority, there are going to be a lot less opportunities for our eyes to get drawn to other people. Yeah. I saw, I saw a thing online the other day. It said, uh, ladies, you will be pursued, obsessed over, and greatly loved. It'll probably be a dog. <laughs> and uh and and yeah i mean if we look at our, you got charlie dogs in there that dog i mean obsesses over you <laughs> oh he's so sweet but so you know funny. it's funny we we talk about that we make fun of it but it does feel so good even though it can he can be a really needy little animal at times i know beyond a shadow of a doubt that dog loves me he follows me from room to room he wants to be with me and it, sometimes it's annoying but I'm going to tell you, my heart's endeared to that little dog. I, I love that little dog because he he just loves me so much, and it feels good. I mean, however. It's very, uh, it's very um, challenging as a husband to see how a dog pursues you. And uh, that's my goal. That's my goal this like year Charlie. is to pursue, pursue you like Charlie pursues you. Um, so um, here's the second one. Don't assume that you know each other's heart. You know, as, as selfish humans, we usually don't assume the best about other people mm-hmm. and uh say satan will set your spouse up as enemy if, if you aren't careful to know and understand their heart and motives and a lot of times we assume 
Yeah. We assume a lot about our spouse mm-hmm. and um, because it's just easier. Mm-hmm. It's easier for me to say, you know, to, to, to think in my head and assume what you're thinking, what you, what your heart is because it, well, the other option is to sit down and really dig in and not mm-hmm. many guys really want to do that. Or even assuming small things like oh, mm-hmm. he left this here for me to do. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he just got distracted and busy and he didn't intentionally. We, we don't always assume the best yeah. about each other. and we, we, But we do sometimes just assume we know mm-hmm. your heart and yeah. that it's not for me anymore. <coughs> mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, we just get frustrated like that. And and, 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 and I want to say this when it's, um, it's really helpful, um, annoyingly helpful when you want to come back to heart talk and talk mm-hmm. about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, because as a guy, sometimes I just, I just don't, you know? And, and so guys, if you're, if you're listening, uh, um, then really lean into that. And, and ladies to you, um, bring up those topics. And I know that you feel like, oh, I'm just annoying my husband, but husbands lean into that. When you're, when your wife brings up heart topics that require, you know, digging in energy, energy. Yeah. A thought, um, a care lean into that. Now, ladies do it at a great time. Yeah. Um, don't, you know, maybe, maybe not in the middle of the game, right? Maybe not in the middle of a stressful, yeah. a yeah. stressful thing. Um, bring it up at a, at a good time or, or make it, you know, what's really helpful is to say, Hey, you know, Friday night over, over dinner, uh, can we talk about this? And then that allows, you know, allows the guy some time to prep, prepare. You're not catching them off guard. You're making an appointment. Yeah. You know. Well, that's the thing about not assuming, you know, their other person's heart. You have to communicate to really, truly understand the other person's heart. You've got to communicate about big things, about little things, about <coughs> the stuff that's really bothering you, or about the stuff that, you know, because you can sweep stuff under the rug so long you just start thinking, oh, well, they're just doing this on purpose or they're, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you're not knowing your spouse's heart anymore so Mm -hmm. keep seeking to know your spouse's heart Mm -hmm. Uh, and and and, i mean if you want to use a great great example of that you know in sports communication in baseball football any sport is is so so vital Mm -hmm. i mean i know i know just from from little league you know colby's baseball that's that's one of the biggest things they work on um colby a lot of times will play shortstop and so the communication between second and short is so vital mm-hmm. and uh, so that they can operate as a team mm-hmm. and stop the balls. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you want to stop the and enemies, stop the enemy. <laughs> if you want to stop the enemy, then you guys need to communicate, need to know each other's heart so you can, you know, play as a team. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day and they, they were, um, they said that they got, they kind of went through some, um, they got somebody to sit down with them and help them with their finances. And that she said, it was so amazing because it helped our communication because mm-hmm. we just didn't <clears throat> assume we understood what was happening anymore. Mm-hmm. We got on the same team and now we're attacking the problem together and we both know what the problem is and now we're mm-hmm. attacking it together. And it's been incredible, not just for the financial side of things, but for communication in our marriage. Yeah. I talked to a, a couple the other day that went through our premarital workshop and, um, and I, I was asking him what was it, you know, what was the benefit? He said, I think one of the greatest benefits was it gave us a common language. Mm-hmm. It it put words to things that we were experiencing that we didn't know. And so now we can communicate, you know, on the same page of that. We have a common language when we talk about those things. That's went, Man, awesome. that's that's really good. So so keep a keep a the finger on the pulse of your spouse's heart and you guys yeah. communicate. 
So What's the next one, Bob? The next one, don't keep your temptations and your sins private. Mm. And this one is really hard because it requires vulnerability, a great amount of vulnerability. But the thing is, nobody's perfect. Mm. And you can have a great marriage and you can, everybody's going to struggle with thoughts that are inappropriate or harmful to the relationship. And and sometimes those those thoughts cross lines into some sinful actions if you don't keep them in check. And that's why it's really important that we talk about our struggles with each other and provide accountability for each other. And mm-hmm. that's a hard thing because you don't want to admit, you, you don't want to offend your spouse by making them think that you've got any kind of temptation towards something or someone. And But then if they don't know, they can't help you keep the safeguard up. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to do that, it also requires me to be a safe place mm. for you. When you say I've got a temptation, I can't say, excuse me, what? I mean, and take it personal. Well, why, you know? yeah, let's, I think, it, let's dig deeper into that. Why do we take that personally, yeah. our spouse's temptations? Well, then we feel like that it's a, it's a sin against us. We feel like they're I'm, not enough. I'm not enough. I'm, you know, why does he not feel that way towards me or she feel that way towards me? Why does he have to go looking somewhere else? And that's not always the the reason for the temptation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always that. Um, but we've got to be willing to ask each other the hard questions, mm-hmm. um, even when we are afraid of the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and then be willing to be honest about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes back to the first one, keeping the finger on the heart of your spouse I and mean, what mm-hmm. are they going through? What's, mm-hmm. you know, what's going in, in their heart, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so, and I, in, and in that, I don't, I don't know that every thought that comes into your mind, listen, not no. every thought that comes into our mind is ours. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, everybody has that weird thought of, I throw a brick at that thing. I could kill, it. you know, <laughs> that's just, that's not mine, it, but it is mine when I take ownership of it. Yeah. And uh, so keep a keep a finger on on the pulse of your spouse's heart, but also um, be open and honest with each other about your temptations and things. I think sometimes we we feel like we're protecting our spouse by hiding things. Mm. Um, (coughs) But the enemy, you got to understand that the enemy does his very best work in in the dark Mm. with hidden sins that that our spouse may not know about and that we've got to come clean about. Well, it goes back to the vineyard. Mm-hmm. I mean, all that happened at night, mm. all that happened without the owner of the vineyard knowing it was even happening. Mm. And you know, so, yeah. um, here's the next one. Um, and do not let your guard down ever. Don't get comfortable. And we've said this before. We always drift, mm-hmm. you know, when you go into the ocean, and, and you're swimming 30 minutes later, you can't find your, your towel and your bag because you drift down the ocean. You, we never just stay at the same place. Mm-hmm. We don't move towards good. We drift towards towards bad. We drift towards comfortable, and sometimes comfortable is, you know. But then we got to get out of the water and, and work hard to walk back towards yep. the right place. Yep, and, and, and things always creep towards towards bad. So you got to be proactive about filtering what you allow to come into your life and marriage, you know, so whether it's TV, movies, music, news sources, podcasts, social media, even friendships and uh, can all expose subtle entry points 
or just a negative attitude. You know, 2020 was really a big year for that. Yeah. For so many people with all that was going on with COVID and the politics and the, you know, whatever it was, if you thought your conspiracy theories or truth versus, you know, lies and deception. And, and I think that made us really keenly aware of what we allow coming into our, to come into our mind, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the, the new sources we watch or the things we listen to, that kind of thing. Well, and we think those are innocent, but those can really affect our way of thinking. But the other place that you really have to be careful and never let your guard down is with friendships that seem innocent of Mm -hmm. the opposite sex. Mm -hmm. You've got to be really careful that you set up some clear and tangible boundaries about friendships and interactions with those people and then revisit those Mm -hmm. because you know, like we said, it, nobody just wakes up one morning and says, hey, I'm going to go cheat on my spouse this morning. No. I feel like I just want to find somebody. It's a very subtle, slow, slippery slope that you just get pulled off course. And you and before they know it, they ha- I don't know how this happened. It, it, there's a there's an old Casting Crown song. Um, it's a slow fade. Mm-hmm. Man, it is. It's that slow fade. We drift towards comfortable. You know, this person's comfortable. I'm, I'm getting along with them. They're funny. Yeah. You know, and um, it's just easy. We just kind of allow ourselves. Like, I'm to not fighting with them at work, but I go home and have to. It's hard at work, but yeah. I, I mean, it's hard at home. Then I go to work or I'm around this person at the gym or wherever. And it's like, man, it's just easy and fun. It's just the enemy easy. paints the picture that that will be better. Mm. And in reality, we know it's not. No. Um, it, you know, the grass is greener. Because they pour chemicals on it. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Um, the grass isn't greener on the other side. I love the, the quote, the grass is greener where you water it. Mm-hmm. If that relationship is good with that other person, it's because you're, you're paying attention to it. Yeah. If, if we, affairs are incredibly hard, you know, with working with couples and all, um, I've seen, if you're going to have an affair, you're working your butt off because mm. you've got to hide things. You've got to um, go back and, and delete quote unquote paper trails yeah you know you've got to sneak around and if married couples would put that amount of work into their marriage mm-hmm. man their marriage would be healthy and great yeah and um, they could they could go back and, and relive some of those euphoric days of when they first met and were dating and have fun they could have some yeah. of that the same uh euphoric feeling they're feeling in this affair yeah this, you know well, and that's what we did that. early on in relationship. It all goes back to pursuit. It does, yeah. I mean, that's that, man, I'm pursuing that person. It's exciting. And it's interesting that when you are intentional about pursuing each other, those feelings do come mm-hmm. back. You start getting those those sweet, emotional, the the feelings that you had early on when, you, when you're intentional about trying to love that person and, and, mm-hmm. and putting the romance into it. Yeah. So here's the last one for today. Don't wait to seek counseling if you need it. Mm. So one of the most effective lies I think the enemy uses is that we're fine. Mm. We're not that bad. It's that complacency and that pride. And and those those are huge roadblocks to a healthy marriage. Just saying, no, we're good. We got this. And that pride of, I don't want anybody to know that we're, you know, we're, you know, I've heard people say, so we do some like just couple checkups or workshops here and there for married couples. And there are people that'll say, Oh, I'm not going to that because I don't want people to think we got something wrong in our marriage. There's people that won't share the podcast on yeah. social because they don't want people to think they have marriage issues. Or they won't go on a marriage retreat. Yeah. That's, and those are things that, that, that we're, we're, they're opportunities for growth. Mm-hmm. 
And we've got this pride of saying, man, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. And that is, you are falling right into the enemy's hands. And when we feel like that will never happen to me, we're we, good. We don't do that with other things, though. No. We don't say, you know, hey, I'm not going to the, I'm not going to let people know I'm going to the gym because I don't want them to think I'm fat and out of shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why doesn't that stand true, right? right? It's just the enemy creates this lie. Yeah. You know, and so, perception. so we do want to say, I mean, don't wait. So, so go to these workshops, go to the, read material together, do a Bible study together, do those things because you, you don't want to expose your marriage to the enemy. You're, it's a protective thing, but don't wait to seek counseling mm. if you feel like you're going to need it. Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes good. we're taken off guard when we realize our marriage is like in a mess. It's like, how do we get here? But no matter how good of a relationship you have, man, we hope that today that that we're putting you on notice and that you're realizing that the enemy is is after your marriage, yeah. whether you are a believer or not, because he hates marriage because it was God's idea mm-hmm. and God's ordained it. And the world ruler will, this world, the system, you know, the enemy is going to come against that. And the world's going to say it's not the best thing to do, but he's going to come against you. So don't be shocked. Be, be aware. Yeah, that's good. So we hope you'll join us next time for the second part of this conversation. And we're going to talk about the do's that can help you affair-proof your marriage. You guys have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening today. Uh, Go over to Facebook and Instagram and like us, follow us, and share this podcast. Thanks a lot.